we prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. We are the orphans of the American dream. Welcome to episode 32 of the Orphans of the American Dream podcast. Big Harry Sasquatch sitting here with Tommy the Comrade. That's me. And Jabon. Hello. It's November. About to be December. Oh, I know. It's gone really fast. I know. Too Hope fast. everybody here had a great Thanksgiving weekend. I know that I probably gained 10 pounds. 11 Shit out eight, probably. I don't know. No? It all goes to my ass. <laughs> Beautiful ass indeed. Yeah, I know. Um, it's been another interesting week. A lot of new developments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of craziness. Um, so we're going to kick off the show like we're going to kick off the show every week with another edition of... Comrades Corner. Hello, welcome to Comrades Corner. To start this edition of the Comrade Corner off, I'd like to start with some anti-Trump news. I know, I know, it's hard to come by these days with such concrete journalistic integrity, but I have a job to do, and dig deep to find it, I will. Speaking on the media... From the president's mouth himself, I quote, While CNN doesn't do a great job in the United States based on ratings, outside of the U.S., they have very little competition. Throughout the world, CNN has a powerful voice portraying the United States in an unfair and false way. Something has to be done, including the possibility of the United States starting our own worldwide network to show the world the way we really are. Great. Moment of silence for reflection. Okay, if any of you praise that statement, you have some reevaluating to do. If Trump derangement syndrome is a thing, then Trump discipleship syndrome is also a thing, and you have it. I'm sorry, Mr. President, but that sounded an awful lot like every genocidal leader the world has ever known. It sounded a lot like everything the left compares you to on a daily basis. There is no place for government-run TV in the United States. Hell, I'm even against PBS, and they gave us the fucking legend Mr. Rogers. Now, it was mentioned, and it should be here as well. No one knows that the president was serious. In the media's defense... It's not always easy to tell. I mean, he he talked about bringing us to the Space Force, for God's sake. Wait, no, he's serious about that. Shit. Moving on, this next bit has to do with the AFM outbreak. Don't know what AFM is, you say? Don't worry, no one does. So the media decided the best thing to do was to make stories on it at a national level and make things interesting with titles like Polio-like disease spreads to 31 states. 116 confirmed cases in 31 states. The virus starts with a little fever and a cough and moves to paralysis within 10 days. Over 90% of the victims are under 4 years old. This is meant to scare the shit out of every parent in the country, as it's designed to. The media has twisted this to sound like the end of the world disaster for nothing other than ratings. I know, I just had this whole thing about how great the media is, but let's be real, we all knew I was full of shit. They leave out the part where it says the disease is nothing new. 
It's not a new disease they don't have a name for, so polio-like has to do for now. No, it's a well-documented, horrible disease that affects about 1 to 2 million kids a year. It's awful, but it'd be great if the media had stopped spinning us into frenzies for ratings. I won't hold my breath. Next up, Obamacare hard at work. You remember when we were all called crazy for suggesting that Obamacare peeps were hard at work preparing death panels. Well, whether right or wrong, a 65-year-old woman now sits on her deathbed after being denied a heart transplant because she doesn't have the money for the medications afterwards. This hospital drew up a letter suggesting the woman try a fundraiser to get enough money for them to bother with saving her life. Many likened it to death panels. Seems like, again, we weren't that crazy. Speaking of horrible Democrat ideas that don't work, Al Gore is preparing to host a 24-hour TV special on climate change. Because obviously, we didn't learn our lesson the first time in Doe 4 when this con artist got rich off the crazy idea that oceans were going to swallow up cities and the ice caps would melt by 2014. Hmm. Seem to have missed that. Must have been those ever-changing global warming models. People. People. If you think monkey herpes in Florida was a hoot, you have no fucking idea about the roller coaster of emotions you're about to experience. In Indonesia, there is an orangutan that was chained to a bed and forced to have sex with men for six years. She was shaved daily, forced to wear makeup, and up to twice a day performed sexual acts on men of an entire village. Yes, an entire village. This says a lot of the women in that, vi- women in that village. Maybe more about the men. Regardless, she's now safe, having been rescued. But come the fuck on, people. An orangutan? So, people of Florida, don't worry. Somewhere, there's a third world country that has people a little more fucked up than the crazies you got running around. Kind of a short one, but since we're on the subject, it's been verified that Neanderthals also interbreed with multiple primate, primate close cousins, much more than previously assumed. So there's that too. I had this whole bit where I was going to compare the Indonesian village to the Neanderthals, but I thought it might come off as racist. So I didn't mention the fact that it's exactly the same thing, minus the ability with the Neanderthals to actually procreate. Fuck it. Get it? <laughs> as I come to a close, there's one more horrible thing. It may be worse than orangutan prostitutes. It's definitely worse than orangutan prostitutes. It's the foreskin facial. And it's a real thing. And it's worse than it sounds. And... Just just run the interview. Alright, it's the comrade here. I have a special guest tonight. This guy hasn't been in the studio for a while. It is the sexy two times Bryce. Ha ha, hey babies, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Alright, I got some questions for him tonight. Uh-huh. It's about the foreskin facial. Oh, yeah. Have you seen <laughs> this shit? I have not. I've not. Oh, Tell me about this. Oh, what is so the foreskin good. facial? Oh, baby, it's just a serum cloned from the circumcised foreskins of South Korean babies. Ha! Uh, quick question. When when did I miss the nukes? Is this uh, the end of the world? Nah, 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 not at all, baby. It is a perfectly normal to want to have the liquidized foreskins of multiple babies rubbed all over your face. <laughs> you sure? Because, uh... This sounds like some fucking end of civilization shit. <laughs> Don't be daft. 
Kate Beckinsale had it done. She seems like a nice, normal person, right? You mean the same Kate Beckinsale that once wore a pantomime costume? Yeah, that's it. I'm gonna, I'll hate myself for asking this, but, uh... Can you explain the foreskin facial? Oh, of course. Epidermal growth factor, or EGF, serum is derived from the cells of human fibroblasts, taken from the foreskins of newborn babies. And, uh, what does it do? Glad you asked. It helps to generate collagen and elastin, which can help to boost the radiance of your face. Fun side note, it smells exactly like sperm. Alright, where do I sign up? Ha, ah, wait, there's more. For the serum to take hold, a beauty therapist must first microneedle you. Uh, okay, what the fuck is that? Oh, it's fun. It's where a pen containing dozens of tiny needles repeatedly stabs you in the face hundreds of thousands of times. It's excruciatingly painful, but it does help the baby foreskin sink into your face. <laughs> Seriously. Give me the pen. Give me the paper. Where do I sign? Haha, <laughs> bad news, baby. According to several reports, there's two-year waiting list for the foreskin facial. Plus, a single treatment costs nearly 500 pounds, baby. Alright, I guess we gotta leave it to the likes of Becking Sale, then. Ha, <laughs> if it helps, she's thrilled with the treatment. She recently captured a close-up of a pristine face and said, After a long flight, I do like to lie down and be covered in a mask of liquefied clone foreskins. Frankly, who doesn't? Yeah, how do her uh, followers feel about that? Oh, well, that depends. Uh, do comments such as, Disgusting, you are disgusting, and I used to like you qualify as agreement? I mean, there were worse reviews for the Underworld movies. <laughs> anyway, it's not something that anyone should worry about. Kate Blanchett and Sandra Bullock are reportedly also fans. Uh, why do we care about that? It means the treatment will eventually trickle down to all level. Soon, we'll all be able to buy liquidized foreskins from Superdrug. You mark my words. How would you say that? EGF therapy is the must-have treatment of 2018. How shouldn't you say that if you want to sell it? You're only as good as the harvested baby foreskins you wipe across your face in an attempt to stave off signs of that inevitable death. This was brought to you by The Guardian. Another rousing segment of Comrade's Corner. Yep, and special guest, Sexy Two Times Bryce. If uh, those who don't know him, he's the one that does our intro voice as well. Um, yeah, the foreskin facial. That's real. It's real. That's I mean, like really that's real. That's a fake interview, but, it's but a real. very, very real procedure that they have just released. Um, that's fucked. Uh, it, it, that's disgusting. Liquid eyes, foreskin. From what South Korean babies? Is that what it was? Or yeah. Korean babies? South Korean babies. 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 Uh, babies. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, that's wrong. I mean, that's that sounds. I mean, I know them kids don't need it. Like, like they don't need that foreskin. I just. But do you need it on your face? Yeah, that's gross. No, it is gross. I mean, I'm. I mean, they're kind of like the Native Americans using every part of the buffalo. But come on. I mean, they, they are, these kids already were circumcised. They're so. not rubbing buffalo penis on their face, though. It's just weird. Oh, it's it, fucked. Don't it's get me sound, wrong. It's demonic. That sounds like a witch's brew. Like, yeah. it, that's not right. Like, ooh, half a tablespoon of rat. What if that has anything to scrotum. No. Yeah. That's, that's not okay. I mean, whatever happened to yeah. women just taking a load on their face? Yeah. I mean, that, that used to be the thing. Isn't that like lotion? Yeah. It's full I mean, of vitamins. The true story does the same thing. I'm yeah. not, not making that up. Why anyway, doesn't Kate Beckinsale just have her man? It's really good for your skin. It's pop a nut. Not mine, but on her face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eye of newt. We, liver of new muskrat. New low. <laughs> foreskin of South Korean babies. That's the new. It's that's not the new babies. potion. It's babies. 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 That is. Uh, it's terrible. Terrible. No, look into it. It's no looking into get it done. No, 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 no. Don't do that. And if I mean, you, you do, if you you do that, this don't listen America. to us. No, no. Go ahead and listen. No, I don't want them. I don't care how fucked up you are. Nope. It's all good. Ugh. It's a free country. Yeah, it it's is. Gross. Liberty. I don't even think this is in this country. Well, I guess Cape. It, it is. It is in this country. Well, it's from other countries. But is she like, American though? I don't think so. I think she's yeah, British. Yeah, she's British. But she, I'm pretty sure she lives here though. It's a fucking red coat. Okay. There's other people who are fans <laughs> of it that are, <laughs> that, that are from here. Either way, don't do it. Don't rub liquid foreskin on your face. Yeah. <coughs> Ew. Crazy. Ew. Yeah. Ew. It's almost as you as the phlegm you're coughing up. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, Matt's still yeah. sick. Week two of cold. I still have a voice. Though. My voice is back. So yeah, I'm it's better. Surprised. We are not getting sick. It's not. As I'm much not... as we kiss each other, is that what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, then we get herpes. <laughs> From the monkeys only. <laughs> no. Once you get it, you can't get it twice. Why are yeah. they shaving the orangutan? Sorry, can we can we zoom over to that? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Can we just can we backtrack to the Orangutan? Daily, daily shaving it. Do they yeah. do, do they grow fur that fast? I don't know. I've never shamed, shaved shaved Orangutan before. Are they shaving the part I think they're shaving, or, or all of it? Full body. There's full a picture. body. There's a picture. Yeah. Just young so Jamie, feels... pull that shit up. <laughs> just so it up. just so it feels like uh... sextitude. Yeah, I'll pull up a picture. Um, Prostitute orangutan. It'll come up. I, I don't want to type that into my Google. Yeah, you gotta. Goodness. Good Yo, news get, is I don't know how to spell prostitute. <laughs> you still don't know how to spell it. I almost thought you were typing in Pornhub. Nope. That's prostitute. coming up. Dude. <laughs> orangutan. No. Yeah. yeah, we'll how find it. How do you know how to spell that? Orangutan. That's how they pronounced it in science class. Orin Guten? Was that the L train? Yeah. Well, from the videos they would play it. Orin Guten. <laughs> right, there, right, there, right there. Right there? Yeah. Ew. Ew. 
Good and then gravy. like look at a picture of an orangutan. What they're supposed to what they're supposed to look like. Oh, poor bitch. That is terrible. Isn't that horrible? What is wrong with people? And I guess like there's a whole thing on like she's assimilating good like with the other orangutans in the in the refuge well, whatever probably they're probably they're like probably this the hottest bitch, is a bitch there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, this bitch oh, shaves. There's like, it's so <laughs> creepy to talk about, but like the the article like talked about how like when men walked into the room like she would just start gyrating her hips because she knew what she was supposed to do. That's terrible. And it's like, oh man! Everyone that's in that fucked. entire village should be just blown away. Well, apparently they they almost didn't get to rescue her because the villagers like freaked the fuck out. Like they had a big outrage about it. Well, probably. And I'm like, but like, is there are there no women in this village? Which I mean, I guess that's the thing. Like south, like down in Guatemala, where our buddies at, they they have that where like the men go work. And then it's just a village of women, and that village is just a village of men where they are, where they work. Yeah, I'd be the one dude who's called in sick and had an entire village of women to myself, then I wouldn't be banging some orangutan. Well, you're obviously smarter than them. But, yeah. Gross. Crazy, man. I I can't can't look at that anymore. way worse than monkey herpes. I mean, I mean, really, these... uh... Indonesian villagers, they could get monkey herpes now. Yeah. Probably could, yeah. Well, well we, I don't... yeah, we talked about don't fuck a monkey, and now people are fucking monkeys. We're influential. I... <laughs> <laughs> Is that what, what are you saying? Do they have podcasts in Indonesia? <laughs> okay, if you They're do not listening to our advice, though. I know. They... Yeah. We said don't do that. And what but happens? It was probably staticky. Like the beginning of our pocket, it's always staticky. I don't get it. Like the episode on censorship when we were talking about censorship. Oh, yeah. And it was cutting out. Cut out. <laughs> <laughs> we were getting like, censored. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> oh, man. But... Yeah, so state TV. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, the <sighs> only way I would be okay with that if it was like state run radio and it was like, Robin Williams from Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, but that doesn't happen in the real world. Like, that's the only way it's acceptable. Oh, I'm just saying. Good morning Vietnam. And if they had us doing it, yeah, yeah, that's a thing. We need to get on the Armed Forces Network. Oh, we can. Bad. That's really easy too. We should do it. Get us on, man. Fucking love us. Um, I think. I hope. I would think so. Yeah, I think that's, I love that's us. very difficult to do. I love our military. I love our military. Damn right. America. America. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was thinking about what, how to get on. What <laughs> What else was there that you brought up? There's so much information that oh, you give us. there was a lot us. of shit there. It's Al Gore. So, yeah, oh, God. What a dummy. Uh, how many houses does that guy have? I don't know. I want an artist. His, I read his carbon footprint compared to mine. Is outrageous. Right. I don't even want to hear a fucking, fucking word from him. He's a con artist. He's a con artist. Yeah, that's all it is. Well, you know if that uh, carbon tax bullshit got through that he was going to profit off that. Well, that. But the whole deal was, like, he brought up all those ridiculous things back in 04. If he would have won presidency, then he would have just claimed credit for all those things not happening. Yeah. But he didn't. So now he just looks like a fucking douchebag. Well, or now he's he is. got a long history and a long family line of looking like that. Mm-hmm. His daddy 
before him. Got a nice history voting against the uh, segregation laws and all that stuff. But you for him. What can you in do? In favor of him. It's hmm. a horse shit. I don't know, man. Yeah, it was wild. I don't know. We almost need just like a moment after you do your corner segment just to dissect it. Yeah. Like we just need to take a, like a two minute moment of silence and let people just, <laughs> I mean, yeah. they can pause it. We so, can't. Yeah, it's we just, can't. It's live. There's so much information. That is fucking shaving and orangutan. <laughs> Uh, fucking space force. You know what? No, I'm oh, I'm partially okay with that. I'm okay with that when we get out of fucking debt. No, no, no. I know. I mean, I think they need to be ready to set something like set up a deal yeah. and have the process going because, I mean, look at NASA. Everyone who we're trying to go to space more and more and everything else and all these different things and they want to colonize Mars and well, if you're going to colonize somewhere, you better be ready to have a a force up there. Yeah. No, I get it. It's, Be prepared it's, for it's, it. It's not a bad idea. Because you're not... It's like, we have plenty of other things to worry about right now. Yeah. But well, I mean, have the process started. that extra money, I mean... Well, if you would restructure yeah. the military budget, yeah, then there's plenty there for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a, but, a big parking lot in Nevada that had tanks that the Pentagon said they didn't want, mm-hmm. but... The way that things work, mm-hmm. corporate lobbyists, no, here's the money, you're going to do it. And they did it. And there's these fucking, what, like 3,000 tanks? Fucking lobby. Goddamn lobby. So, yeah, we'll, Lobbying I mean, should be illegal. We will definitely need a, we'll have a need for the, the Space Force at some point. And if you do not have your United States Space Force shirt yet, you can get it from us at orphansamericandream.com. Damn right. Yep. Damn right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's my turn. Oh, yay. Vox. On the Vox. Vox. Twist. Vox. Plot twist. Vox. Plot twist. I don't usually peruse YouTube, but did you guys know that Vox has its own channel? Yeah, I didn't until tonight. With videos? I did not know that. I'll play along. fuck reading man no you really should read but yeah reading I don't have to read it's hard to read stupid people I know right it's much easier to listen to stupid people which is still bad still difficult but easier so we're gonna listen to them uh, so you guys can listen to it as well Um, are we going to break it down as we go we can yeah. However you want. So if I something happens, pause and then just Boom. be ready. Yeah. Uh, so let's have fun with this, and we'd love to hear your response and break it down with us. Yeah. So uh, here we go. Oh. I won't say for your listening pleasure because <laughs> it may not be. Our voices are for your listening pleasure. Yeah, baby. <laughs> My baby. Babies. America has a democracy problem. Take a look at this chart. Over there on the left, that's how many people each member of the U.S. House represented in 1790. There's now one representative for every 747,000 Americans. That makes the U.S. a crazy undemocratic outlier internationally. But it also makes us different than what we were supposed to be. 
The founding fathers, they wanted that number to stay small. James Madison wanted to make sure that it would never be more than one house member for 50,000 people. I bring this up because it's one of a lot of ways in which our system has become different than what the founders intended, which maybe is okay, I think it's okay, but it's also different than what we may have intended or what we may want. Ugh, fuck. People ask me sometimes what I actually worry about in American politics, what makes me afraid, and it's this. A political system needs to be legitimate to be stable. People need to feel that it's fair. But is that true right now? Two out of the past three presidents lost the popular vote for the first term in office. Two out of three. House elections are utterly warped by gerrymandering and geography. The Senate gives 623,000 people in Vermont as much power as the more than 19 million people in New York. And meanwhile, five dudes in robes who are politically appointed by parties looking for ideologues, they made it legal for billionaires to spend as much money buying elections. Pause that motherfucking shit. This is the first time we have heard anyone on the left bitch about the Supreme Court. Only because... Ever. They're not in control. Yeah, exactly. Now, I do agree about the gerrymandering. Who's that that's man in the sides. middle yeah, there? Yeah, absolutely. That. But <clears throat> they have a picture up where the pause video what? is. Mm -hmm. It's got... Um, let's see if I can name that judge. Uh, we got... Uh, that man in the middle. Wait, who you, okay, we got uh, Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas. White dude. <laughs> I like beer. <laughs> yeah, I like beer. Gorsuch. Another white dude. And then... Not white. Oh, uh, no, Sotomayor's on the end. And who's Dem, 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 dem. Um, I don't know who the old... Who's the guy? I don't who's know. the dem guy? I can't yeah, think of his name. Yeah, there's two white guys, Ginsburg. two more white guys, and the black guy. A whole bunch of white guys. Racist. Yeah. And then... Supreme Court's racist. But they fail to say that Kagan, Kagan, Sotomayor, and whoever this other old crusty white guy Wait. is. Yeah, who is the whole guy? I don't fucking know. We should know. Yeah. Bad orphans. Yeah, what can you do? But yeah. No. No. It's five to four. That's... It gets what they're bitching now. about. You let this dickweed finish. Well, what did you have to say? I, one more thing. One more thing. Is that the fucking... I actually can't remember what it was anymore. Go ahead. One. And here's where undemocratic becomes actually dangerous. The American political system was built around the fear of disunity. The fear was that the states would pull apart. We weren't supposed to have political parties. The founding fathers thought they were bad, or at least they did before they started some. But now we do have political <laughs> parties. And the competition, the core competition, the disunity in this country is between them. We don't worry about the political divisions between big states and small states. We worry about the ones between... Yeah, so they have a picture of the red states, the blue steps, the blue states, and the animals. The don't, elephant don't and the donkey. Please don't feed them. See, this leftist problem is is he's talking about core competition. But let's remember, he's a leftist, and they don't believe in competition. So if he really wanted to be something here, he could say, we need more competition. We need a th more more than two parties. Yeah. But that's not what he wants, as you'll hear. Wait. He wants no parties. 
Yeah. I agree with that. That's not going to be a thing. But that's but that's what the founding fathers wanted. He's right about that. I didn't say he was wrong about that. But what I'm saying oh. is he is talking about competition here. Oh, right. Core competition. So quit voting blue. Quit voting red. Mm-hmm. Vote for something else. There True are more. That. There's there are more than one option. Yeah, True that. Green. We have the libertarians, the Green Party. Oh, whatever. Also, that reminded me of what I was gonna say real quick. Uh, Founding fathers didn't um, have this system in mind where he's talking about this little state has more power than this big state. The the federal government was only supposed to do little things. The states were all supposed to run their own shit, do their yeah. own thing. That way, you could find new ideas through states coming up with new ideas. That's how it was supposed to work, and it got all fucked up because Lincoln's a goddamn communist. Moving on. <laughs> Not wrong. The <laughs> ways in which America is undemocratic is making that core competition less fair, is making that political disunity more serious. The reason for that is not one anybody saw coming. Democrats cluster in big cities. Republicans are more concentrated in rural areas. The average state is six points more Republican than the country as a whole, which gives Woo-hoo. that party a huge advantage in the Senate. And in the House, well, Democrats are feeling pretty good about the House right now. But to win the House, they couldn't win by one or two or three percent. They'd win a landslide, six or seven or eight percent, or else they'd still be in the minority because of gerrymandering and geography. And Republicans, they're using that advantage in elections to write the rules to give themselves more advantages in elections. They're using it to win the Supreme Court for a generation, and that Supreme Court, in turn, is giving them rulings on gerrymandering, on money in politics, on unions, on voter rights that are helping them win more power. As the left realizes it's playing a rigged game, they're already becoming determined to rewrite the rules. If you want to see where this is going, look at this book by David Ferris called It's Time for Democrats to Fight Dirty. It's a playbook the left... Wait a minute. It just said it's it's time to fight dirty. It's time to fight dirty? What have they been doing the entire existence Forever. of their party? Yeah, what kind of... Okay, since we're paused... So you're telling me... That up until fucking five seconds ago, when the conservatives took over the Supreme Court, the left didn't have all that power and all that unfair advantage. That's not what he thinks. What kind of fucking garbage ass motherfucker is this? It's called a bias. I'm not gonna lie. I do like some of the things he's saying so far, but for the majority, he's a fucking cocksucker. (laughs) I could beat him up. I could take him. My wife could beat him up. That's true. And she's a little person. I believe that. She's scrappy. Yeah, she is. Scrappy-dappy. ...to get more power without having to change the Constitution. And they can do a lot. He recommends statehood for D.C. and Puerto Rico. He recommends breaking up California into seven states in order to add at least a dozen new Democratic senators. He tells Democrats to pack the Supreme Court by increasing the number of justices in order to crack the conservative majority. He wants winner-take-all elections to be replaced with ranked-choice voting in the House and to increase the number of representatives to 870. And look, some of these ideas, they're actually just good ideas. They would make politics more representative. I mean, D.C. and Puerto Rico should clearly be states. That's just fair. And then some, like the California thing, they're just power grabs. But that's the thing. As Democrats feel the right has been engaged in one long power grab, they're starting to feel like suckers for not grabbing more power themselves. And it's why you see the rise of street fighter, do-anything Democrats like lawyer Michael Avenatti. When they go low, I say, we hit harder. And Literally, that, and that he did. <laughs> that is the best clip he could have put in this fucking video. 
Oh, I applaud what you, Voss, dummy. for your idiocy for not thinking before you do things. Yep. President Obama's former attorney general has taken up the battle cry. When they go low, we kick them. That's what, that's what this new Democratic Party is about. But imagine, just imagine Democrats take power and run some version of the Ferris playbook in 2020 or 2024. There will be an equal and opposite reaction among Republicans. Now the system will feel unfair to them. And you could just see a cycle of escalation here that destroys the basic legitimacy on which American politics rests. We need something better than that. We need more than power grabs on both sides. We need actual principles we can use to build a political system that works better. We treat our political system as if it were like etched on stone tablets and carried by George Washington down from Mount Sinai. But it wasn't. We've changed it a lot. But we haven't changed it recently. It's weird. The further we get from the founding, the more afraid we are to touch the system. There were 27 amendments to the Constitution before 92. There have been zero since then. And there's not like there's one on the horizon. That's not how we do things anywhere else. States routinely amend and even rewrite their constitutions. On average, each state has had three constitutions and Louisiana, they've had 11. It's only at the national level that we've come to believe our political system should be frozen in amber, that however we're doing things is how we should keep doing them. And puzzlingly, we've decided that not when we think our political system is great, but at the exact time that Americans are losing faith in our political institutions. I suspect our true belief is not that our system of government is performing so well that it should be immune to change, but that we, that we are performing so poorly that we don't trust ourselves to change it. Pause this so, fucker. So, okay, wait a minute. He And he wants our constitution to change and everything else, but if Trump were to decide to do that right now, what do you think they would say? Bad things. Okay. Mm, and, and can I say one more thing? Yes, absolutely. Frozen in amber, he said, right? He said we think it should be the constitution and all the rules and everything should be frozen in amber. I... Did they? Did he ever watch Jurassic Park? It was frozen in amber. Then they took that DNA out. What happened? Shit dinosaurs. went crazy. Fucking dinosaurs everywhere. Keep it in amber. Yeah, keep that shit in amber. No, seriously though, Look. he's right about this. The Constitution should change. There's a lot of things that need to be amended, and that can't be because not because we think it should be concrete in amber or frozen in amber, as he said. Amber. That's not. Uh, yeah, amber. That's not why. It can't change. It can't change because uh, corporations and the money won't let it change. Lobbying should be illegal. That's That should change. The forefathers never saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Corporate subsidies, that should be illegal. Forefathers never saw that coming. Things like that need to change to fix this country. And no one will let it happen. So you're right, but you're still stupid. Moving on. I'm done. Yeah, he's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. But earlier in the video, he talked about the states. Mm -hmm. The states, the way it was founded, is the states were supposed to be able to take care of their own shit. Mm -hmm. Right. I agree with Justin, and I agree with you, that there are certain things that need to change. There are certain things that need to be frozen in that amber. Right. The government's supposed to be small. That's how it was intended. Yep. Not big and bloated like it is. And one way to get rid of that is to get rid of the money in Washington. Right. Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, that's some of the wealthiest populace in the country. Yep. It's insane. Money controls, man. Yep. Yep. Moving on. 
This is our political system. We can't run away in self-loathing. It needs to work for the country we actually have. We can't have an old compromise between states leading to a civil war between parties. But to change it, we need a theory of what makes a political system legitimate in the first place. And that means we need some criteria by which to judge it. Robert Dahl, one of the most respected political scientists of the 20th century, he believed the ideal US Constitution would, one, maintain democracy, two, protect fundamental rights, three, ensure fairness among citizens, four, encourage forming consensus, and five, provide a government that is effective in solving problems. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> a government that is effective in solving problems? Name one. <laughs> oh, shit. Ever. Uh, they're, they're like Apple. They, they they create the problem to sell you a solution. And they don't even have the solution. <laughs> <They> just... <laughs> I'm sorry. I fucking... Government <laughs> that solves problems, that creates fairness. Now, creates fairness. I agree mm. with that. <clears throat> Everyone should be given an equal playing field. How they play ball is not the government's problem. Well, but... Do you think that this guy... I know what he means. A lot of what I have agreed with is the words coming out of his mouth, not what he means. You know what I mean? No, oh, yeah. When he's talking Absolutely. about changing the Constitution, he's talking about getting rid of the Second Amendment, getting rid of this, getting mm -hmm. rid of that. When I talk about changing the Constitution, I say, get rid of the money. Yep. Yeah. Get rid of the corruption. That's the thing. Same thing with this. The way it's, that, That's the thing. They want you to agree with him in a way... So they can sneak in, take away the Second Amendment and the this First Amendment. This is all Amendment, a poor and... attempt at propaganda. Well, mm -hmm. yeah. No, I understand. But oh, this guy looks harmless, which... That's all of Vox. But this is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Because this lost people to sleep. That's why I wanted to play it. Yeah. Because we're not asleep. Right, I'm just... This guy's full of shit. I guess I'm smart enough... Point out. I'm smart enough to see... His no, bullshit. We are. Like, I no, know what you're I, saying. I, I yeah. Other people are yeah. too, but I we still need yeah. to point it out. Yeah, because look how many people actually just watch these and go, Man, huh, he, he's oh, right. Yeah. This yeah. guy, I do that's agree with this guy. We probably should take away assault rifles because that's where their brain's going to go. That's where his, yeah. Well, sorry. We're woke. That's what the kids are saying these days, I think. Or is that out? It's out, dude. It's, oh. it's woke okay. as fuck woke, now. Woke, woke as AF. Woke, woke AF. AF. I don't know what the fuck you young whippersnappers are even fucking saying. <laughs> I don't know. I follow some hashtags sometimes. <laughs> I'm, I'm Stop with the pound you. sign. I don't understand this. <laughs> Good uh, gravy. All right. Let's move on. That is criteria. I think that would make sense. If you don't like it, that's fine. What you need then is to come up with something better. The one thing we can't do is just stay still. America's in an unstable equilibrium. Its current political system is producing outcomes that feel illegitimate to the left. Any effort to reform that system feels like it would produce outcomes that feel illegitimate to the right. We need something deeper than that. We need something that would feel legitimate to both sides and would actually work. We can't stay right where we are. So that means the answer is simple. We must move. I agree. You should move to Siberia. <laughs> um, no, what we need is we need to let the adults back in the room, back at the table, mm -hmm. people that are liberty-minded, 
people that have principle, people that have scruples, people that have love of our country and not yeah. love of lining their pockets. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. And I'm okay with pumping the brakes here. Fuck this guy and fuck what he's saying. I think what's happening right now in this country is beautiful. Our political system, they're all at each other's throats. At some point, it's going to implode. Mm-hmm. And there need to be people that are, like I just said, liberty-minded, constitutional, that are there to help, to help sweep up the pieces, put it back together in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I do understand what he's saying about, like at the, right there at the end about how he's saying, regardless of what we do on the right, the left is going to see it as an overreach, which it was very similar, you know, when Obama was president, everything they did seemed like an overreach to us. Whether they were or not depends on how biased you were at the time. Yeah. You know, when, when Obama was in, I was raging red. You know, I was like, this guy's going to ruin the world. But I don't know. Maybe he did. He did. He didn't. He didn't do good things. He sure, Sell didn't have good intentions. <clears throat> yeah. No. But I mean, but Trump's not all good. No. No. Not at all. But it's He's, like, I, he, you're right, man. He, this guy is really good at making you go. You know, I see what you're saying, but then you need to like, I guess if you understand the system to a level like, like we are not that we're like geniuses or anything, but fuck no, we see it. You know, we see the yeah. bullshit. Yeah. And when you can see that, you can look at him and say, you know what? I know what you're saying, and fuck that. But you're right about the words. This needs to change. How you want to change it is fucked. Mm -hmm. But something needs to be done. I agree. What I want to do is different. And the more we've looked into Vox and their articles and now videos, um, you know, now obviously some of them, the entire thing is nothing but shit garbage um but we've we've noticed more where we're just like oh, I, I read through that and it's like i don't disagree with them yeah but i don't agree with them either uh like this one being a lot of propaganda uh you just have to pay attention to well, what they're saying and what they real. mean and not to interrupt you yeah, no that's it the whole website mm-hmm. is leftist propaganda right all of well, it when we, when it's it not a news site i think it was the last article you did that we were that I was sitting here, I was like, you know, I, I agree with what he's saying. It's yeah. just not like how he's saying it is wrong. And this is the same the same kind of thing as this. Yeah, it's well just it's propaganda just like, that like when he showed what that book was about about fighting dirty and everything else yeah. and then showed the clips of them saying we you know, we kick them and he didn't say no that's not how it should be. No, he didn't say a word about it. No. He just let him slide. I will make you a promise, orphans, mm. listeners of the Orphans of the American Dream podcast. I, Sasquatch, am not going to read that book, but I will do a little digging on the author, and I would venture to say that he's probably a Saul Alinskyite. Who? The author. Author of that book that he was talking about. Saul Linsky, Rules oh. for Radicals. I would no, almost I know him. I thought you were talking about. Oh, yeah, we're gonna, he's going to dig into Yeah, it. I can't think of his name. I, just... I would Find almost it. 
I don't know about guarantee. I would almost guarantee that he. I'd put a few bucks on it. Yeah. That he's an Alinsky. I I will do the research. You will have an answer next week. Yeah, I'm excited. That was good. That was that was awesome. I kind of like that actually. I enjoyed that. I feel like we should, unless Look we find videos. some crazy ass article. I, I kind of like the videos that we can break them yeah. down, um, and explain why it's propaganda. God, that son of a bitch pissed me off a couple times. Mm-hmm. Instantly when he came on the video, I was like, I hate this. Yeah. That, that was a <laughs> Who do you think you are with your white shirt? Your black tie. You're not Gavin McGinnis. <laughs> hey, he's an extremist. <laughs> did you notice Extremely every time? Awesome. Did you notice every time like it, the camera showed him again? He like went from sitting back to leaning forward on his knee. Like he did that classic lean forward. I'm I'm talking to you, but like every single time it panned back to him, he moved forward again. It yeah. just it was something funny. Yeah. To me, at least. <sighs> Crazy. So, that's that with a Vox. Next week, Justin. Back, back to J-Bone. Jotun. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yep. You... He did it last week. Oh, that's sure right. Motherfucker. It's I short. Find the video. It's a short turnaround. <clears throat> There's only three of us. <laughs> that's true. <Yeah>. Man. <laughs> so, mm. do we have some interesting developments at the border? Actually, no. It's uh, business as usual. It's just the media is turning it into a circus because Trump's president, not when Obama was president. But we use tear gas on them, on <coughs> women and children. Yeah, Trump or uh, Obama did that monthly for like a good six yeah. month period. 80 times. Yes, he did. Yeah. So that's not new. And even better, there was a clip. And I didn't even mention to put it in because it was in Spanish and there was just subtitles. But uh, the police in Mexico, like, had the entire caravan, not entire caravan, but had a shitload of people that were, like, going to the wall. Like, and it's pretty common. Like, when I was up at uh, Standing Rock, when I was up at that protest or whatever, they do the same kind of thing. Like, when you're walking up to the protest line, there's a guy, and he's an important guy, and he's like, this is what you will do. This is what you will not do. This is what will, what might happen. This is what could happen. That little child should not go. This, you know, that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and it was kind of the same kind of thing. And they were just like, if you bring these kids up there, they're going to get tear gas because people are being crazy and things are going to get out of hand. Mm-hmm. You should not bring these children to the line. Go up, get the information, come back and get your children. You know, you shouldn't have brought your kids to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, come back and get them later. That's the best option, especially in this situation. Situation. They brought them anyways. I mean, it was all for show. These, oh, yeah. these people CNN's literally brought their, their kids. Their yeah, these people brought their kids to the line to get tear gassed for bad publicity. Like, how fucked is that? Mm-hmm. And, oh, we're the bad guys because we're using tear gas when you're throwing rocks the size of fists at people. You know, I saw a Garrison cartoon. Uh, you see that one? Yep. There's like a border car with a broken out window. And there's a guy sitting there and he's like, duck. You know, he's like, duck, another asylum request coming. And it's just a rock with a note. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, exactly. And then there's... 
the shit with like half the half these people aren't even coming here for a cell for asylum. They just want jobs, which I get it. You need a job. You know, you want a job? Come to America, right? That's how we do things. Problem is, it's not how we do things, and you're just gonna end up being basically slave labor for pennies. Mm-hmm. When you get hurt, you're not gonna get taken care of. You're not gonna have any benefits. Like, I mean, I know this. I've seen this with my own eyes. Like, I don't work with them, but I work around them. And if they, like, cut the fuck out of themselves and need surgery, it's on you, bud. You're fucked. Mm -hmm. Oh, you need a month off for your wrist heels? Hope you have the vacation. You know, it's it's just not right. But there's a, and most of them are men. The media is twisting this whole narrative, talking about how it's women and children, it's women and children, mm-hmm. and yeah, sure, there's some there's some women and children, but a majority of them are men. Um, yeah. Don't we have a clip on and that? There's an MSNBC. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do we have a clip? Oh yeah. yeah there's it's like the so left juicy. Trend. They were trying to yeah, just run it. Okay, Gotti, just stay on this for a moment, because some people look at these images and they listen to the president who says it's not women and children, it's stone-cold criminals. So my first question is, you're in that tent camp. Besides that family, give us the profile of who is there mostly and what are they looking for? Because it seems as though, to your point, they don't actually have the necessary information so they know how to cross the border. There could have people, there could be people yesterday who were running because they thought it was their only chance. Right. And it's very difficult because this has become such a polarizing issue. If we kind of take a walk, you'll, you'll be able to see for yourself. Again, this is the inner sanctum of the shelter. Uh, so uh, you're, you're going to see a lot of families here, a lot of uh, women and children. Uh, but the, the truth is the majority of the people that are part of this caravan, especially outside, if we can make our way all the way over there, uh, we'll show you the majority of them are men. So uh, when this becomes a polarized political the United States, you have people on one side uh, that point and say uh, there are women and children here, and that is true. And then there are others who point and say uh, these are, are men that, that are trying to cross the border, and that's true, too. Um, from what we've seen, the majority are actually men, uh, and some of these men have not articulated that need for asylum. Instead, uh, they have talked about, you know, going to the United States for a better life and to find work. Uh, but if we come this way here, we're just going to uh, leave. This is where, where there's a, a food bank that's set up and you've got a long line of men earlier we saw about five six hundred men standing in line waiting for uh, food and it looks like that's dwindled down but this is the outskirts and we're going to pass through here i'm going to show you where there are some uh there's some police officers and uh and this is the this is the outer perimeter this is where we're starting to see uh, a large portion of uh, police that are forming up on each side of the caravan. So uh, this is the outskirts over there. Way down by those trees, there are police, many police in riot gear. And we don't know if they are here to actually protect the migrants, uh, which is another thing that we've heard because there are people here in Tijuana that want these migrants to leave, or they are here because they may make some sort of incursion into the shelter and try to remove some of the people that were involved uh, in yesterday's skirmishes. <laughs> yeah. How much do you want to bet that guy won't be on MSNBC again? He's actually a pretty well-known uh, on-scenery reporter, but he's 
definitely going to get his wrist slapped mm-hmm. for telling the truth. But journalistic integrity. I told you, it's, mm-hmm. it's that man has it. It's good right now. Yeah, see, they had plenty of food and everything else. They were well taken care of right there. Um, there was actually a big portion of the camp after it had moved to a different area. Uh, reporters were down there looking. Uh, there was, like, f- damn near full or, like, half empty bottles of water. They didn't give a shit. They, they weren't, they're not hurting at all. And they were given full asylum in, in Mexico. They were offered. They said no. Yeah. They don't want asylum. They're not running from anything. Not... Well, some of them are, but it's, right. it's stupid. We have a border. We have laws. You can't just walk into our country. You can't walk into I'm any country. I'm sorry that we have a president who is actually enforcing that and making it very well known that mm-hmm. you're not just going to come across the border. Um, it's actually killed illegal immigration. Like The numbers are almost nil compared to what they were. And I think that's great. Mm-hmm. And we get a wall up, and that's, what, 60% less? And then we start working on visa. Uh, what's the word? Enforcement. I mean, that's another 30%. I mean, this is not a hard thing. We just need to do it. And then our border will be secure. And then the people in this country who are getting destroyed because they can't claim taxes because they're illegal immigrants. Cause, you know, the, those people. Well, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, almost every time you turn on the news, and granted it's the news and whatever, right. and different outlets have different agendas. But even seeing it once... It's being highlighted because immigration's a polarizing thing right now. Mm-hmm. But you see, oh, a drunk driver killed a school teacher. Mm-hmm. I just saw that. I saw that one a little while ago. Yeah. Like, yeah, these things happen all the time. We live in the middle of nowhere, and I've, I've mentioned on the podcast before. Like, one of my exes, her brother was killed by an illegal immigrant. He was like fifteen. Actually, I don't even think he was fifteen. I think I was fifteen. I think he was like yeah, I don't know how old twelve or thirteen actually. Young. Yeah, but it was by a drunk driver who was a legal immigrant, and then he was caught in, sh- in less than an hour away, driving a bus. It was like two, three months later. Hmm. Yep. And it's like, what the fuck, man? But, you know, securing the border is going to help that. And then these people who are illegal immigrants in this country, I don't know what we do. <clears throat> the DACA guys, like, we kind of fucked the pooch on that. Not us. You know, our government. And, I don't know. You almost got to draw a line in the sand and say, everybody under it, fuck you, everybody above it, go ahead. And, half of you, you know, you're in, you're out. Draw straws, play Rochambeau. I don't (laughs) don't know. Ooh, Rochambeau. Rochambeau. It's not hard. The whole system needs to be reevaluated. It's fucked to begin with. Nobody wants to fix it. I think Trump actually wants to fix it. Yeah, but but I don't think the people well, in the Senate and the no, he Congress catches so much shit it. from everybody anyway. I mean, mm. anything he wants to do, it doesn't matter who it's going to please—the right or the left. Somebody's bitching. I can see it. I can. I can see. I understand why the divide's there. I mm-hmm. mean, the Democratic mm-hmm. Party wants all these people in because. Votes. They vote for them. 
Oh, man. Could you imagine if uh, voter integrity yeah. was on the table? Yeah. Because you're not telling be. me. I mean, especially in California, that Veritas did a, did a oh, yeah. bit on it and showed that it's just like, you, you don't need nothing. Well, you should need Texas, an ID. There's no way in hell that race Beto? should have been... As close as it was. There's yeah. no fucking no, way. No, that's crazy. I don't care if you're... It's Texas. You're putting him out there, the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. You're putting him out there as the next Kennedy. Fuck that. It's Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Well, Ted Cruz should have won by 10 points. Oh, it's wild. It's like... Uh, you should have to have an ID to vote. Yeah. Simple as that. And you know what? The people who are like, that's voter suppression. No. What it does, it makes your fucking ID free. All you got to do is go pick it up. Fuck that. All you got to do is send them your goddamn Facebook profile picture. I mean, and shit. And they'll send you an ID. My mm-hmm. last driver's license cost me 30 bucks. Yeah. Now, granted, I have an upgraded license, but 30 bucks. I think mine's 10 Yeah. But even still, even still, I do understand the argument. Some people ain't got 10 bucks. Yeah. Some people don't have 10 bucks. Like, really? That's a thing. Yeah. You so, know? And not a big just because those people are poor doesn't mean they shouldn't have the right to vote. Oh, yeah. I'm totally okay with this because that argument gets you a free ID, which I don't think you should pay for fucking government IDs anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make them free. Make you have to have them. Plain and simple. It's not racist. It's not, it's not anything. It's You have to have an ID for... So many things. Why not to vote? Right. It's this is true. I don't understand the argument against it at all. You want to go buy alcohol? Then we'll ID. see what a legitimate election really is. You want to get into some bars and clubs? ID. You want to buy cigarettes? You just ID. answered your question. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's really all I got on it. It's just, I mean, it is. It's the same fucking shit. Nothing's changed. Nothing changed at the border since Obama. The only difference is, is now the left gives a shit about it. It's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to give you give some bias on it. I mean, uh, who's the you hate him? I can't think of his name right now. It's a lot. Of yeah, I know. That's a long him. list. I know. Used to be a reporter on Fox News. Had a crazy show. Got kicked off. Oh, the chick. Own, um, nope. Guy has his own. No. Uh, paper now and does videos and he's got that walked off the interview we did a thing on him oh um what's his name worked for um goodness white haired no, no not O'Reilly. white haired dude white hair Carl younger Rowe. No, nope. younger. It was a, it was a, oh, Glenn Beck. Glenn there we Beck. go. Goodness, why couldn't I think oh, of his no, name? I couldn't think of it. Because it's it irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> I was just having a brain fart. But him, he reported on it in 2014 that Obama was fucking detaining kids in, in uh, concentration camp. And I, well, I think that's what he called them then. But saying all that shit, nobody had a goddamn word to say about it. Yeah. You know, like him or hate him. But he did. He reported on that. And nobody said shit. And now they give a shit about it. Yeah, this is the exact same thing. See, you can have journalistical, journalistic integrity and have a little bit of a bias, because that guy definitely has a bias. Oh, yeah. He's fucking nuts. But um, 
Yeah, that doesn't mean you can't report factually on things. But yeah, so yeah, that's the border. It's a joke. Um, I read an article I thought it was pretty interesting. I don't like this guy. Um, <laughs> and I did a little more digging on him, and I don't like him even more. <laughs> um, Big League Politics reported the other day on November 25th that neocon Bill Crystal bankrolled by Soros-linked left leftist billionaire. Um, lately, Iraq War architect and neoconservative family prince Bill Crystal has been enjoying a career second wind as a quote-unquote principled conservative token of the left, receiving pure adulation from MSNBC liberals for denunciations of American nationalism and the Trump administration. It seems Crystal's political travel comes with a hefty financial incentive. In a report from America, American Greatness, this is Julia Kelly, it was revealed that Crystal's umbrella organization, Defending Democracy Together, has received at least $600,000 from eBay founder and progressive billionaire sugar daddy, Pierre Amiadar. Um, he is known as a pro- prolific funder of de- democratic and progressive organizations and causes. A 2014 report of the Media Research Center placed him on the highest tier elite liberal donors, comparable to Michael Bloomberg, Warren Buffett, Tom Steyer, and Jonathan Soros. The latter is the son of the quote-unquote charitable kingpin George Soros. Amidar himself donated extensively to Soros Open Society Foundations to the tunes of millions, meaning that Crystal, a supposed conservative, finds himself financially tied to Soros. Hmm. Um, Crystal first came to prominence in the early 2000s as a passionate advocate for global government. Gee, I wonder why he's getting money from Soros and the likes. Um global government, regime change, and liberal internationalism. The adoption of this policy preferences would have been, would have terrible consequences for the United States, which was sucked into a disastrous war in Iraq on their false premises. Despite the costly human and ge- geopolitical consequences, Crystal has never apologized or denounced his demands for war and claimed as late as 2015 that the U.S. was, quote, right to fight in Iraq. None of this has prevented Crystal from taking a spotlight on the progressive left as a prominent Trump critic, distracting from his policy record with a series of viral tweets and Russia conspiracy theories. He continues his advocacy for war, even brazenly calling for the United States to push for regime regime change in China. So yeah, big fuck you to Bill Crystal. Yeah, it seems that way. Hmm. So. Soros. Yeah. So what's going on in the social media world? Um, a couple things. Uh, the Twitterverse, of course. Um, we have, well, there was more, um, Bands and everything, like we said, Laura Loomer and everything last last week. Um, she's not back, but uh, 
who's the uh, Jesse Kelly. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's... Uh, military veteran guy. Um, he was banned uh, because of, quote, hate speech and everything. Um, but then, yesterday, it came out that um, the House Committee is examining whether Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey lied in his testimony. Um, and then, same morning, just a couple hours later, Kelly's Twitter was back online. Uh, we don't have Loomer or anybody, but they are reviewing it, and it could be uh, perjury. So, um, let's hope something can happen. Because uh, as far as I'm concerned, he lied on the stand, under oath. Um, but we'll hopefully have more updates um, on that as soon as we as soon as we can. Yeah, um, Jack Dorsey is the scum of the earth. Yes. Well, this goes back to the whole corporations running the the country. You, you know, know I, I mean? get the whole the whole argument of it's a private business, run it how you mm-hmm. want, but you advertise yourself as a public forum. Public platform, mm-hmm. idea platform of ideas, all ideas. Well, <clears throat> like you're playing my, the propagandist game, is what you're doing. I think my problem is that you want a free trade market, right? Yeah, but you can't deny that capitalism has its flaws. Socialism has its flaws. There's a shitload of them. Capitalism has its flaws. There's a lot of those, too. One of them happens to be when someone gets so big, they can't be stopped. So, we created antitrust laws. Mm -hmm. We should have utilized them way more in the 80s and 90s. Oh, yeah. When companies like Walmart and your box stores that are all crumbling now, but when they were becoming the giants, you know... And then in the 2000s, when Microsoft and Apple were becoming the giants, something needed to be done to be like, hey, there can't just be two. I get it. It's a bypass to the antitrust deal. But that's not cool, man. Mm-hmm. It's not enough. And it's the same thing with social media. These guys, once you are so big that you can influence things, just because you are so big and nothing can stop you from doing it, that's a problem. And something should be done. Mm-hmm. I do have uh, two things. Um, quick note that Google, since we're talking about you know with the house meetings and everything else, um, Google CEOs to make their long-awaited congressional appearance finally. Uh, since they yeah. bowed out of all of them. So I think that's supposed to happen next week. Uh, so hopefully I'll have something to talk about. We'll see. A little too late. <clears throat> yeah. Shit's changing over here pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but uh, you were talking about um, antitrust and everything. Um, U.S. top court leans towards allowing Apple App Store antitrust suit. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court justices on Monday appeared open to letting a lawsuit proceed against Apple Incorporated that accused it for breaking federal antitrust laws by monopolizing the market for iPhone software 
applications and causing consumers to overpay. The nine justices heard an hour of arguments uh, in appeal uh, in the California-based technology company of a lower court's decision to revive the proposed class action lawsuit. Um, The plaintiffs said that the app developers would be unlikely to sue Apple, which controls the service where they make their money, leaving no one to challenge anti-competitive conduct. Apple was basically taking three or thirty percent or whatever of whatever the app was charging, and you know what they were paying for. So apps had to go more expensive and everything else, and they were taking a massive chunk of everything that was getting sold, but they couldn't do anything about it. So they didn't really have anywhere else to go. So there's right. a big lawsuit and everything else, and that's all we know for now. But. So is that why Apple didn't have all the apps that like my like uh the Google Play like Android Store and all that stuff. Yeah. Android, um, they were pickier, but I will say they had a better quality of apps. Uh, yeah, like, I didn't know you that. You know, like, there's a lot of just yours. shit on yeah. the Google Play Store and everything else um, that it, they allow to go through. Now sometimes that's nice, but it's it's also bad too. There's a lot of them that can only go to iPhone and everything else. So um, that's really all from that one, but we don't know how the lawsuit will go out, but they're they're allowing it to keep going through that. So that's all I got. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, so yeah, anything stupid happening with China? Sure is. It uh, it's not just China. China. Um, but what's going on in China? Oh, it's freaky. So it's freaky. They've unveiled their social credit system. That if. Any of our listeners watch Black Mirror? There's an episode that is exactly this. Yeah, and I think we've we've mentioned it before yeah. when they were first talking about it, but right. they're actually it's it's rolling in, it out. Yeah, it's not fully rolled out, but it's enough rolled out that it's causing it, uh, you get an idea of what it's going to be. But uh, I think the biggest. thing about it is that it's actually happening in China. Someone makes a really good point in a clip we have coming up Mm -hmm. that it's already here. We, and it's, I mean, it kind of shocked me a little bit to, to think about it and be like, whoa, oh shit, kind of thing. Yeah. Because... I never thought about that before, like the social credit system. In one, I watched. The, I, I'm a big Black Mirror fan. It's on Netflix. Yeah, if you haven't watched, um, it's really good. It's unsettling, but it's a really good show. It is. If if anything, just watch the episode on censorship, mm-hmm. or not on censorship, on um, the social credit score thing. Yeah, and that'll give you basically a. Honestly, it's a very close picture of what China's like right now. Yeah, and for those who don't know what it is. Explain it. Oh, the social credit system. Yeah. So the social credit system, basically, um, so we have 
the way our credit system works is off of our money and how responsible basically we are with it, right? Which is a fuck system, and we all know that. Who makes the credit rating? Who makes it go up? Who makes it go down? All these questions no one has to answer to. It's just, you know, arbitrary. And it's a fucked system. Mm -hmm. Any kind of credit system is going to be fucked. This is beyond fucked. Because now, Justin sees me at the restaurant and decides he doesn't like me. So, he reports me. Is that how they're doing it, though? Like the well, episode? They talked, it's, they talked about... Um, implementing, basically, rats. paid rats. Yeah. yeah. But it's not if, everybody yet. Well, anybody that wants to. Well, I guess to, you could, so, yeah. yeah anybody, it, it's just a job. Apply, mm-hmm. you know. You become a guy. Yeah, my bad. But, uh, so yeah. So, he sees, he sees me. He decides he doesn't like me. And he can go ahead and be like, okay, well, I saw him. And I'm pretty sure he stole a French fry. Did I steal a French fry? Doesn't fucking matter. Because he's the rat. And the government pays him for information. So. I'm going to give him a low rating because he pissed me off. And then that's going to affect if I can get a train ticket. If I can get a plane ticket. If I can rent an apartment. Mm -hmm. If I can. what, What school my kids can go to. Everything about your life can be restricted. You can't get on the bus. You can't own a car. And we can't, you know. Traffic cameras watching you. If you jaywalk, it's going to record your face and everything else. It's going to plaster you all over the place. Yeah. There's there's a clip we're going to play here in a minute. And it goes into it. But the biggest takeaway from this is not how scary the social credit system that China has is. What it is, what the scariest part is, that we are already living in it. Yeah. And he'll go through it in the video. Go ahead and roll that. Nobody does authoritarianism quite like China. By 2020, every citizen will have a social credit score that will go up and down based on their personal behavior. Behavior leading to a deduction in credit will include jaywalking. Bad driving, smoking on trains. Dear passengers, people who travel without tickets or behave disorderly are smoking public areas will be punished according to regulations and the behavior will be recorded in the individual credit information system. To avoid any negative record of personal credit, please follow the relevant regulations. Buying too many video games. Buying too much junk food. Buying too much alcohol. Calling a friend who has a low credit score. Merely having a friend online who has a low credit score. Posting fake news online. Criticizing the government. Visiting unauthorized websites. Walking a dog without a leash. Letting your dog bark too much. At least in 1984, Winston Smith could take a train to temporarily escape the surveillance state that he labored under. In China, low-ranked citizens will be prevented from taking buses, planes, and trains. Uh, what, what does it say? 
那个出票失败，说我已经被法院依法限制高消费，限制乘坐 G 字头列车。Now, where have I seen that before? Okay, good.、Pause、That's that reserved、point. for members of our Prime Flight program. Okay, so what that guy was explaining in a completely different language was, well, I guess Chinese, is、uh, <laughs> um, that he couldn't buy a plane ticket to travel because his social credit score was too low, and that he just feels restricted by. The system, because of the way, the, like the government just controls you. You saw, you heard that one clip where they said,、um, "If you follow the correct regulation, you okay. If you listen to us, you won't have any adverse reactions."、Mm -hmm. You know, then you can go ahead. Gotta、yep. be a four point two or over to qualify. Oh, I'm I'm a four point two. I'm afraid you're actually a four point one eight three. Well, that's not my fault.、Um, some woman dinged me down in the cab. Can't you just? I'm sorry, it won't let me book it without the correct ranking. Six point seven million Chinese people have already been prevented from buying air and train tickets, and the system hasn't even been properly rolled out yet. The punishments for citizens whose credit score sinks too low are limited only by the imagination. Renting a house, getting a loan, booking a hotel, filling up a car with petrol. All will be restricted. I can't buy property. My child can't go to private school. He says, "You feel like you're being controlled by the list all the time." Good behavior will also be rewarded by green channel benefits, free perks, discounted loans, fast-tracked visa, university, and job applications, VIP airport access. Faster internet speeds. Dating websites are even offering users with high credit scores better visibility on Tinder-style apps. The loyal informant will be well taken care of, and the entire system will be overseen by an estimated 400 million surveillance cameras with facial recognition software. Cameras record them going through intersections, zero in on their face, and then publicly shame them. On nearby video screens, and it will eventually encompass real-time geolocation tracking of citizens via their cell phone. Overall, credit scores can go up and down in real time based on a person's behavior, but it can also be affected by the people they associate with. Two starts. Two stars. Wasn't a meaningful encounter. Everyone is a little bit heightened and false because everyone's terrified. Of being marked down because the consequences of that are unpleasant. So it's basically the world we live in. And all this will eventually be unified in a centralised database. In the words of the Chinese government, if trust is broken in one place, restrictions are imposed everywhere. They literally say that those deemed untrustworthy will be quote unable to move even a single step. 个人如果信用不好，我们我们实现的一个目标就是让守信者通行天下，让失信者寸步难行。When you ask Chinese people about social credit, most of them say it's great. Gee, I wonder why. I think it's a good thing. This woman said it makes people more honest. 我觉得这种东西应该更加。Could it be because under that very same social credit system, they will be punished 
for criticising the social credit system. But social credit isn't just about behaving yourself, it's about marshalling the behaviour of others, the prisoners guarding the other prisoners. The Chinese government just doubled the reward for reporting the illegal publishing of pornography. I'm not going to work today, wrote one potential porn buster on Weibo. I'll look everywhere for material so I can report anyone who I find disagreeable. There's money to be made in reporting, so what am I doing working myself to death? China already has a spy program to rival the East German Stasi. In one area of Beijing alone, Chaoyang, there are around 120,000 paid informants in operation. Once social credit kicks into high gear, so many more thought criminals will be detected that all those Uyghur Muslims in Chinese re-education camps are going to have a lot more company. The Uyghur minority is already forced to download an app that reports their entire browsing history and real-time location to authorities. Now that same system will be extended to all Chinese citizens. But who cares about what's happening in China, right? I mean, it's not like they're selling the same technology to be used in the West, is it? Think that a social credit score could never happen over here? Well, think again, because it already is, Thanks to Silicon Valley, people are already losing their public square platforms for voicing dissenting opinions. People's trustworthiness is already being ranked by social media giants depending on what links they post. People are already being refused bank accounts, e-commerce and the ability to raise money for expressing controversial ideas. Isn't Silicon Valley basically doing this anyway? They've started to kick people off. If people have the wrong political views here in the United States of all places, they can get kicked off payment processors. Nope, you can't do e-commerce. Nope, we're not going to host your website. Nope, you can't have social media. No, you can't use our email service. No, you can't have a blog. It doesn't even have to be on-site behavior. No, you can't have a Twitter because you said something we don't like on YouTube. No, you can't have a Google account because you're too edgy. Your Facebook posts prove it. Is that not the same fucking shit? And the amount of power, the amount of centrality, by the way, in Silicon Valley is, is more than that of China. Now Democratic 2020 candidate Andrew Yang wants a social credit style system introduced in America. Just imagine going to buy groceries with your credit card, and then because someone in an office somewhere in San Francisco deemed something you posted on the internet to be hateful, your transaction is declined. I mean, forget even trying to pay. Your implantable microchip will be blocked, so you won't even be able to enter the shop. That's our collective future. Entire organizations funded by government are devoted to identifying and destroying people's careers for the crime of wrong thing. People are being disowned by their own family members and ostracized from society merely for being conservatives. I mean, why blame China? All they're doing is formalizing and systemizing what's already in existence in the West through mob outrage culture and public shaming. We're already living under social credit score light. And while the Western media lambasts China for their social credit score, they simultaneously cheerlead and lobby for an almost identical system in their own backyard. No, it's not just wrong when they do it. It's wrong when it happens here, and whether it's giant corporations or government orchestrating it all, it makes no difference. That is the scariest thing, period. <clears throat> we were, the corporations that are in our country are doing the exact same thing that China's done. And we can't do anything about it because it's not the government. Yeah, we can. 
What can we do about it? Not use their shit. Yeah, but how's that going? That's not going to work. What do you mean? You, you. That's that's the leftist plan. Boycott this company and it'll stop. I mean, oh, you're a volu- You voluntarily have your Google Home in your house. You don't have to have that, right? I don't have to have this iPhone. Mm-hmm. That's but, how. That's how. The problem is for people like us who are trying to, you know, have a business and a podcast yeah. and everything else, we have to. Uh, there's no other way around it. And uh, the way the mainstream media is going, even Fox News. Mm-hmm. I mean, to get to how are you going to get your news? They're all getting booted off. There's going to be no platform for them. Mm-hmm. What we need is competition for these conglomerates. So then just not using it doesn't work anymore. No, it does. How? No, we are a vast minority as podcasters. The vast majority of people, they don't use shit. Half the people don't vote. People don't care about news. Look at CNN's ratings. Look at all the mainstream news. Their ratings are shit. They get like 8 million people. How many people are in this country? No, I get that. I'm just telling you, that's the way to get rid of it. Don't use it. And if you have to, there are alternatives to some things. You don't have to use Google. DuckDuckGo is a pretty good uh, search engine. There, there, there are alternatives. This is scary as fuck. I agree with you. But to say there's no way around it is wrong. I don't think there's a realistic way around it. Yeah, even saying going to other pages besides like Twitter. You know, it's it's tough because they don't have the they don't have a lot of people on it. The reach uh, that we would need. I mean, that we personally need now, and that's that's for what the situation is right now. And not even just for us. If it got into anybody who who can do news, you don't just have a Twitter page. We have a website. Fox News has a website. Yeah, but how do you find it? Type in foxnews.com. Don't be a fucking idiot. How do you... F- Dude, I'm not talking about foxnews.com. I'm not talking about Alex Jones. I'm talking about Laura Loomer. She has a website. Yeah, and not... She's not... I'm talking about the people who aren't huge and aren't already mainstream. <laughs> you can do digging. People talk about shit all the time. I'm just saying this is not as dire as you think it is. We're saying it's on its way. I don't agree with it, but I'm just saying it it goes back to thinking for yourself. You can find other ways of doing things. Oh, that's fair. The social media outlets are not a necessity. Some people think they are. They're not. It's, it's supposed to be a helpful tool for people like us, for Laura Loomers. But it's not there. It's not there. You go back to the roots. Well, that's true. Yeah, but you're never going to stop hundreds of millions of people from using it. They just, they won't. It's unrealistic. They don't have to stop everybody from doing it. Well, no, but they don't care about the minority of people that are walking away. They care about the majority of people they're keeping. If they get all the conservative people off of Twitter and Facebook, 
then they will gain a majority of the people in this country. I don't know about that. The people coming up, they're your 11, 12, 13, all the way to 15-year-old kids who are, have Facebook. When they get to be our age, they're still going to have Facebook. They're still going to have Twitter. They're just are not they? going to... I thought, you know, 10, 12 years ago, MySpace would still be here. It's not... It's a whole different ball game than what MySpace yeah. was, though. I understand, but I'm just saying these places, these places are not invincible. No, no, we're not saying that. But we're the, the whole point of it is that they've they've already started in a way. Like okay, he, like the he way, said. part of what they're how they're making this work in China is it's government run. They have microchips. Are you gonna let somebody put a fucking microchip in you, Tommy? You're carrying one around in your damn pocket. You don't have. Yeah, they're to, not though. microchipping the people. You don't have to carry that damn thing around with but you. But you do. I do because of this fucking thing. Exactly. But I don't have to. It's choice. We still have free will and choice. Right now, I'm just saying, like they don't. That sucks. That does yeah, suck. They're forced into it, and that's the whole point of this anyway. That's fine, but we're making the argument that I don't agree with. That's no, fine. That's we're going to disagree on things. Um, and I'm not saying we're it, we're anywhere close to what China's doing, uh, but the fact that they're censoring what they don't like and everything else, it's just one slight move into the direction of full censorship or full ratings, and I and I, I I think it's a slight move towards that. I think as a society we are there because we have people who are totally okay with the banning of people and the public shaming of this and that and the other conservative voices. Yeah, but it's not stopping you from buying a house no, or allowing no, no, no. your kids to go to school anyway. Um, isn't it? It's not. There are definitely people who have been kicked out of private school for their parents' political beliefs or parents' jobs. People have lost their jobs. This is definitely a thing. Who has been stopped from going to a certain uh, school? I don't know. I gotta, I'd I have, have to, to look see up. that before I... But, yeah, no, there's a... Yeah, we'll have to look that up. But the people definitely lost their jobs because of their shit. They said online, yeah, no, mm-hmm. you that's know. a thing. I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, it's definitely affecting people. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not in the government doing it, right? But I think it's scarier because it's not the government; it's the society, and that's what Paul Joseph Watson was saying. Yeah. Yeah, we're nowhere near where they are, but we're moving that direction. See, that's what I disagree with. I think we're there. I just think I think it's scarier because it's society doing it. The government doesn't even have to. They've already programmed so many people to think this way that mm-hmm. it's yeah, but society's taking care of the government's problem. My thing is on the difference though is like they're literally being watched every second of the day as they right, right. Yeah, Our government doesn't. Our government doesn't need to because society's already doing its job for them. Well, I would disagree that the government's not watching and listening. For sure. No, no, no. but the NSA I mean, like thing. them walking, across, jaywalking is not going to stop you from buying a house. It's uh, That's what I'm saying. We're not to their extent. We're yeah, not all the way there. You're focusing on the minor details. Those are huge details in them. With I don't them. think so. That's a small thing. That's something that in our social credit system that society has created, we're already well beyond that. We don't care about that anymore. 
we're into just completely ruining ideologies, which is way more advanced than what China's doing right now. China is just, China is programming people to be okay with this. Hey, if you follow these rules, everything will be okay. They're there. We are already on the level of, if you think that way, you're wrong. China's not even there yet. The only difference is, is our government, well, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree to say that they didn't have any hand in it. But our society has done that. It's not even our government. Like, like he said, China's modeling it off of what we've done. I don't know. I don't get worked up about things like this. This is alarming, but I don't think it's as dire. It doesn't yeah. matter. Either way, yeah. Bottom line is, maybe maybe there's more dire for people that aren't like us. I mean, I don't, I don't give a shit what people think of me. You, you would if it was stopping you from buying a train ticket or a plane but ticket. we're though. not there. And it's I know not going to happen here. There's not. It's just not going to happen. It's world news. That's what we're talking about. Not in this generation. Not in my, gen- not in my lifetime. It's not going to happen. Not as, lo- as long as we have the Constitution, the Second Amendment, it's not happening. Mm, we just disagree. Okay. You care what people think of you. I don't. No, I don't. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> what? Yes, you do. You yes. absolutely do. I literally give zero shits what people think. <laughs> okay, that's it's fine. But I disagree with that. But that's fine. This is not a thing. It's a thing. It sucks for China and it sucks for techies. But I don't know. As long as I have the ability to go and grow a garden, do all, I, can, I can survive. I don't need this piece of technology in my hand, this technology sitting in front of me. I don't need it. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, none of us do. You don't need a gun either. No, I don't. You just made the exact argument for someone who wants to take away guns. I don't need this technology, so why do I care if it's being censored and, and controlled? I do care if it's being censored I'm and controlled. I'm just saying, that's, that's, that's the argument. No, it's not at it all. It is too. I'm not going to give up my gun, though. But you're going to give up the technology that you don't care about. This is not a necessity. I would have To have that gun is uh, an avenue for me to eat. I don't, have to, I don't eat from this phone. I can provide for myself with a firearm. I can't provide for myself with this phone. Yeah, I can't can. physically. I can't go kill a fucking deer with this. No, you can make money with it. Uh, money is money. Provide with you provide for yourself. I'm talking about a basic level thing here. I don't need a phone to go hunt. I'm Just not gonna saying. go. I'm not gonna go sasquatch a deer. I'm just gonna go snatch it and choke slam it. Hey, big money to watch that happen. I just got a little hard thinking about it. <laughs> I'm just not gonna saying. lie. If you guys want to pay enough for me to go wrestle a deer, I'll do it. 
Okay, we're starting a GoFundMe. <laughs> no, because it's going to take medical expenses. Deer dangerous. Some sons of bitches are crazy. I don't know. I just watched a video on Facebook of the guy wrestling that deer so down. It's pretty awesome. Yep. I don't know. But we're in different places on the Chinese thing. Anyway, we all agree that they're doing really shitty things to their people. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck communism. Basically. Comrade. I mean... Yeah, it's got it's got its place, it's just not in this country, so that we can show people how fucked up it is. So we have you. I'm here. I'm here to for give you their guys. side. I'm here for you guys. Yep. Well, I think that's about all we got today. Yeah, it is. Um, that went faster than I thought it would. Go to orphansoftheamericandream.com for all your updates. Twitter is OAD underscore studios, reference of the American dream dot com. Same thing on Facebook, OAD underscore studios on Instagram, which I don't know when the last time anybody posted on that. Actually, the Black Friday deal I did. Oh, okay, cool. Yep. Is that still going? No. Okay. It ended uh, last night. Cool. Um, well, at least the coupon code should have stopped automatically. If it didn't, go ahead and buy something. I don't give yeah, a shit. Whatever. <laughs> But yeah, go buy something. Spread the links. Retweet us. Share stuff on Facebook, Instagram. Um, Orphansintheamericandream.com. Buy shirt, buy hat. Peace, bitches. Bye. 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 Bye.